And we are back with Lisa Waters Lane in the studio. She comes each week with your garden questions. Just what are people talking about? And believe it or not, we do have a lot of folks. We have more <laughs> questions now than I think we do during spring. True. In the spring, it's a, where is, do you have, I want eight of these. Where are they? Mm -hmm. And now it's, should I be watering still? What's What kind of tree would I, a lot of research, a lot of new homes, oh, yeah. I notice. Mm -hmm. Going, people Check are looking. Out. Mm -hmm. uh, but they're they're not quite there yet, but they're almost kind of welcome right. to the studio, Lisa. Well, thank you. You're good welcome. To be here. Really? How good? <laughs> it's so good. We had our first Christmas party this week. We did. So I had that. We've got another one. We've got two next week. It's just, mm -hmm. it's in this, it's nice to be post-pandemic where you can actually gather True. with friends mm -hmm. and family. It has been nice. But yeah, yeah season has started. And it'll go quick. It will. Well, what are we? We're two weeks left and we're done. It's Christmas. <laughs> it's Hanukkah next week. It's, I don't know, all the other holidays that are yeah, out there. It's crazy. Yep. Good. What questions do we have? Well, we do have questions and there are usual winter type questions. Okay. So Janet in Prescott Valley, she planted five of the red clusterberry gatoniasters okay. this, this spring. So her question is, they've kind of turned a color, kind of a rusty yeah. brown color. Yeah. Uh, and she wants to know, is that normal? Something to be concerned about? Or You gardeners, you're always in tune with your plants so much. You see the minus little change. You're like, oh, should I be worried? They mm -hmm. do that. Yes. It's their winter color. So, right. so red clusterberry ketoniaster or parnii ketoniaster, it's an evergreen shrub. Gets up well above head high, man. eight, 10 feet tall, mm -hmm. thick. We use them as a screen. Mm -hmm. it, it, it blocks the wind. Uh, it just is good at keeping dust down. It's a great plant and super tough. Mm -hmm. uh, so in Prescott Valley, the antelope wouldn't eat it out there. Javelina, don't bother them. In town, it's the deer, uh, elk, do not bother Cotoneaster. Yeah. So it's a great plant for you. And it's drought hardy, doesn't get bugs. It's kind of low care. Mm -hmm. It's better than I think red tip botania, which I does. Agree. If it starts turning color, it's under fertilized. This one, it's winter colors of purple hue. It has a blue kind of green color to it during the growing season. And then this time of year has kind of a, a purpley tinge to it. And so the berries will hang on there right through winter. So thus red clusterberry mm -hmm. has bright white flowers, clusters of them in the spring. And then they they, they form and they keep those berries through winter. The birds will eat some of them, but it's got this pretty evergreen, but not always evergreen, blue-green. <laughs> it's got evergreen, blue, purple, off color. Right. Or mm -hmm. some, some, some plants turn purple, some turn gold, some turn blue, some they, they can have different colors. Mm -hmm. And so evergreen means it just doesn't lose its foliage right. in the winter it can turn color some. So I would say another one, uh, Nandina or mm. heavenly bamboos with the Californians call it that one, when it's in the sun, it's evergreen, but when it's in the sun, it can be a, a red color, like bright, bright red. Yeah. Like it's, it's Very got pretty. foliage. So it's evergreen, but it's not green. It is flaming red. It's right. real pretty in the shade. It can be more of a a green, true green color. Mm -hmm. So it varies depending on where it's at and the cold it gets and that kind of stuff. But right. Janet, not to worry. Not to worry. Uh, Ketonias, we've got some right now in the greenhouse. You could plant them right now. They're doing the same thing, mm -hmm. even here in the nursery. So very yeah. normal. And if you look around your neighborhood, same thing will be happening. 
right. to them out there. And you see it a lot with junipers and yeah. arborvitaes. Yeah. That's another one that commonly. Yeah. Uh, mon, uh, what's yes. <laughs> Mahonia? No. Oregon grape? Moogle pine. Moogle pine also is another one that kind of gets a little bit yeah, of a, it's hue. a yep. hue to it. So yep. not to be worried. It gives just, it character. That's right. There you go. Okay. Well, our next question is from Robin in Prescott. They purchased a fat Albert spruce to use as a living tree. Yeah. But her question is, how long can it stay in the bucket sure. after Christmas? Do you need to plant it right away or do you got some time? Uh, so if you're going to use a living tree, that is a, a landscape tree. You're going to bring it indoors and, and put presents underneath it. Just enjoy it for a few weeks, few days there, up to about seven, 10 days. And you kind of want to get it back outdoors. Mm -hmm. This is an outdoor plant. It likes to be cold. Right. And so take it outside. When you're bringing it outdoors, you transition it a little bit. So you put it next to, let's say, an overhang, a, a, a patio, a covered deck, covered uh, driveway next to the house, south side of the house. Let it get used to that cold because you condition it to be at 68, 70 <laughs> degrees indoors. Now it's got to get used to 22. Right. It, it can be a bit of a shock. So you mm -hmm. let it transition for a few days, maybe maybe a week until it's outside. And once it gets transitioned, you can put it, you can keep in the bucket till next summer if you wanted. Right. So really, ideally, if you could plant it before middle of March would be ideal because it will start to grow mm -hmm. into March, April. And you kind of, if you could have it in the ground and it wakes up for spring and it's already in the ground, that's the best. Mm -hmm. But don't feel pressure. You don't have to get it in the ground. Water it once a week. Especially it'll, in the container. In the container. Yeah. It'll buy you as much time as you need. So mm -hmm. not to worry, Robin, you're good to go. Don't feel pressured. Pick a nice day when you're bored and you want to work off all those Christmas bonbons. <laughs> Go dig a hole and plant it then. <laughs> Christmas bonbons. Is there even such a thing? My mother made rum balls when I was a kid. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. I still, my really? mouth just watered Ugh. thinking about it. It doesn't even sound well, good. They're, they're delicious. <laughs> it's I mean, an acquired taste. It's an acquired taste, sure. yeah. <laughs> Our next question is from Peggy in Prescott. She planted a peach tree this summer. Okay. Followed our directions yeah. on our planting guide. Her landscape maintenance guy came by and said, oh, no. It's not planted right. It's planted too high where she, she planted it yeah. even with the soil. And he told her, no, you should plant that deeper. So her question is, who's right? Yeah. Um, um, well, I've got to say, we, we, <laughs> we've been doing this for 30 years. Your dad did it for 30 before you. It's a family business. We have planted literally mm -hmm. tens, if not hundreds of thousands of plants. And this is what works in right. heavy clay soils for the mountains of Arizona. Your landscaper, hire them to cut, trim, prune, adjust irrigation to sling rock. But don't have them advise you on plants because they're blithering idiots. They, they don't know what they're talking about. You do, that's, <laughs> a, about that's a phoenix. That's blithering. Okay. It's blithering. That's how you do it down in Phoenix. That's a desert guy. He's come up the hill because he couldn't make it down there. I don't know why. Didn't like the heat. But that's how you do it down there. You don't do that up here. You will kill them mm -hmm. during the monsoon season. So right. you, this was, was a really wet year. And if you'd had that in that divot, that dippy do, mm -hmm. it would have been overwatered. And, and pitted fruits are notorious for, for dying when they get too wet. Right. So that it probably came through and did better for you. 
because you plant it on a very slight mound. So plants here you plant at grade or a little tiny to like two, three inches above and have it kind of feather out. Mm -hmm. So you can't really see that. So I would say you did it really well. And if you're not sure, come talk to us. We can show you how to plant in your yard. We're really familiar mm -hmm. with the entire central highlands from Sedona to right. Seligman and, and from, I mean, just everywhere in between here. Right. We can show you we're really familiar with the dirt and how to grow things. Yes, you can always take a picture of how it's yeah. planted and come yeah. in and talk to us. And um, like you said, pictures worth a thousand words yeah. and we can definitely help people get it correct. But you're right. They, you know, they come from different places and they're not always in tune with what works best here. Right. I would call it not very smart, but okay. That could be not into you're much more diplomatic than I am. Sometimes the mow and blow guys aren't the sharpest. But they're always learning. So they're, you mm -hmm. know, that's how you learn things. So, right. but if the plant looks healthy, Peggy, stop listening. Just keep <laughs> fertilizing it, loving on it, and enjoy the peaches right. that are to come. Hopefully we get next fruit spring. this year. That that's would right. be nice, wouldn't it? All right. We are out of time, Lee. Yep. So back, uh, Ken and Lisa Lane, the mountain gardeners. Be right back right after this.